Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Behold the Roll. I'm Jesse. I am still your dungeon master. You haven't gotten a better dungeon master yet. Maybe next time, but I am joined, of course, by Jim Gledhill. Hey, guys, me, Silas here, ready to play. <laughs> back to character voices. All right. And following Jim, as usual, is our boy, Joe Pinkham. So Nice. <laughs> Nice. I get a little mix. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what he brings out. Finally, Zach Ledford. Actually, my name is Lorcan Brightstrike. All right. So we got two for three in staying in character. And Joe is Almost just passing. flipping me off. <laughs> Almost passing. All right. Since this is a two-parter, we won't do a complete recap like I usually do. Um, I'll just spit out some quick things real quick. Because I'm assuming you didn't pick chapter three part two as when you're going to hop into this campaign if you did i apologize but this is what happened when we last saw our adventurers they had come face to face with some angry bugbears known as the bugbear family that they had made very angry and vice versa the fight actually started off in your favor then quickly turned to family bugbear as they started getting the better of you in even dropped wolf but after Leo was able to cast Charm Person on Papa Bugbear, the fates turned into your favor, and the three of you were able to drop Papa, Mama, and the two baby bugbears, and killed them. Are we in a nursery rhyme? It is. Like, are these, yeah, like, is, is Lorcan basically Goldilocks? The porridge was very cold, as you, <laughs> as Wolf and Leo decided to check out the cave, and when they went in there, they found some sweet loot. You guys got, I believe it was 50 gold. Yep. Couldn't tell ya. Wolf did. Yeah, shocker. I am shocked that Lorcan didn't take notes. I meant because I wasn't in the cave. <laughs> oh, I thought we were making a Zach not paying attention reference. <laughs> what an ass. I actually understood Zach's that time. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Another joke down the drain. <laughs> you guys you guys got 50 gold, a silver ring, and, maybe most importantly, Leo saved a very interesting-looking baby owl bear. Very interesting. It had the coloring of a panda bear, but was more owl-like with feathers over the fur. And it smelt mighty fine. That's true. She's beautiful. Lorcan did smell and want to eat the owl bear, but the owl bear did survive the night. <laughs> However, you all decided to take a long rest. Wolf and Lorcan both had a very restful night. However, Silas Leodor did not have a restful night, as he had a dream from the night that he died, where he was being pursued by Nico, the guard of Evermore, that kicked him and his family out of Evermore all those years ago. However, in this stream, unlike the reality, Silas jumped out of the tree, told Nico that he is the reason that they are going to die, and then proceeded to melt him in his armor where he stood. Luckily, Silas woke up from his dream, and that is where we have our adventurers now. Excellent. So what time is it? 8:45 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, what time was it in the in the uh, in Elmer's right I'd like now? I to go back to bed. Then I, I mean, I had a great dream. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It is. Did you guys want to sleep until like the next morning just to make it easier? I feel like yeah. Let's let's get a little bit of an early start, but maybe head out. You know, like first light. You know. Absolutely. So, uh, first things first. Is Wolf still driving today? Yeah, my of course well. he is. All right, we're on the road again, Mister Wolf. Hold on, hold on. Yep. I want to make sure Orkin got his stuff right. You got your stuff that was laying on the ground. Yes, I'm. I went and grabbed my stuff just right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys slept and everything, and then Lorkin on his way out just casually picks up the stuff, tripped over it. <laughs> got my stick. Let's go. Let's be on our way. All right, did you get your stuff, Wolf? Yeah, I got it uh, last session. Are you sure you want that 40 gold or whatever it was? 
Yeah, I think I'll, I think I'd like to have it. Uh, all right. Well, Mr. Wolf, give us a survival check. I'm gonna feed um, the owl bear some more berries and just Gucci Gucci coo. That's an eight. At least an eight. At least an eight. Yeah, it's an eight. What's it at most? <laughs> Why is it at least an eight? Uh, at most, it's uh, it's an eight. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Hot. So, so Wolf keeps up his slow and steady as you guys traverse your way through the forest. You make it down and past that fake um, fire that threw you off originally, and you guys take off. You're not blazing any trails, but you are on your way. Um, We had Leo roll the first encounter roll, so uh, Wolf and... Lorkin, give me a d20. Seven. Three. Again. (laughs) All right, well, that means Lorkin, give us a d6 roll, and we're going to see what encounter you have this time. Got a five. Got a five. All righty. So three of you travel for a little while and nothing really out of the ordinary is going on it's just a beautiful afternoon it's a little bit cloudy but you know you're trekking through the woods and having a decent little time um everybody give me a perception check 17 16 i rolled a three again (laughs) (laughs) At least a three. I had a feeling it was bad when you just had your hands over your head. Uh, eight. Again. Eight? Okay. Well, shockingly, Wolf doesn't notice this, but um, Silas and Lorkin, both of you, um, this happens multiple times. At first, it's light, and you, you kind of think that you hear something, but you're not 100% sure, but then you hear it happen a couple more times, and you can hear... Um, it sounds like it's coming shockingly from in front of you and behind you and side to side, but you hear like a high pitch whistling noise and it, uh, it does it's not like a constant whistle, but it's like as if somebody was whistling, you know, for two, three seconds and then it'll stop and then you travel for a little while and then the whistle comes up again and, um, you just keep hearing it, but it doesn't sound like it's getting closer, but it strangely doesn't sound like it's getting farther, even though you are all, you know, progressing still. So we're, we're still on this, the right path heading towards, mm-hmm. uh, Evermore, or Wakefield, sorry. Yep, you're still, um, you've actually, not that you know this, like, technically in-game, but you're already past Wakefield. You guys aren't cutting through Wakefield, you were just going in that direction because that cuts like diagonally across the map towards evermore mm-hmm. yeah you hear this whistle and whatnot and what were your perceptions again uh mine 16 was... 17 right yeah yep. that's what i wanted to say it was but okay you both actually see this you hear one more whistle that sounds it's the first time that it has like changed octave and it sounds a little bit louder Um, and it sounds like it's coming from, like, the direction kind of in front of your carriage and off to the right. Um, and you look off that way, and this is unrelated to the noise, as far as you know, because, um, like, stapled, not stapled, (laughs) like, nailed to a tree like probably 10 feet ahead of you guys in the direction of where that noise was coming, you see what looks like a like wooden statue almost. You can't like perfectly see it because you're a little bit far away, but it's like a like um, cherry-colored statue, and it's like square, and it's only probably a little over like a foot tall or whatever, but it's about, you know six or seven feet up this tree and it's just kind of like nailed there. Uh, uh, Wolf, there's there's something up ahead. 
I'm not sure if you see it. You seem to be heading what? pretty fast towards it. Where? Uh, right there by that tree. Can I make a perception check and try to see it? You don't have to roll another perception check. Um, once he points it out, you see this thing. It's probably like five feet ahead of you now. Uh, I'll stop the carriage. Okay. You pull over the carriage, and you can see it a little bit better now because you guys have gotten closer. And you see that it's like this intricately carved piece of wood, and it's got like um, just like calligraphy carved into it, and it's like very, very detailed, but the majority of it is carved into a eagle's head almost. So it's got like an eagle's head and then it goes down into all these carvings. It's for lack of a better like description, it's basically like a um, totem from like a totem pole is what it reminds you guys of. Um, Wolf, give me a history check. That one. <laughs> Wolf, give me a history check with advantage. There we go. Okay, so let me ask you a question. I rolled, the, I rolled it again, but it didn't get on my tray. Does that count? Give me a number. I want to use the one that actually got in my dice tray. So seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. You don't know what this is, um, but you have seen things that are like similar to this kind of carving on like necklaces and stuff like that up in the monastery. Um, mm -hmm. especially throughout like the Takari Highlands, you know, a lot of like the trade and stuff like that. There's a lot of people that make like jewelry with fine wood crafting and stuff like that. So, so I don't really know. Go ahead. No, you don't know what this thing is. Um, it just, it strikes you as familiar, like the wood craftsmanship and stuff like that. You know, whoever crafted the, this thing is like very good at their job. The craftsmanship is fantastic. It's, it's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful piece of work. I think we should take it with us. You said it's nailed to a tree, right? Oh, it's like posted up on a tree. I want to mage hand it. Okay. Because it's too high for me to reach. It sure is. Mm -hmm. You oh, mage hand it, you mage hand it, and it comes down. Uh, can I do an arcana check on it? Absolutely. I will also take a look at it and see. What are you trying for? Are you trying Arcana? Are you trying Insight or Fifteen? Perception? 15? Yeah. You said there's calligraphy on it, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see if I either know the language or can read it. Um, maybe I used the wrong word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I meant was, you know, like, calligraphy is like the swoopy writing, right? Yep. Yeah, I thought it was also like the, like, floral shit that comes off of calligraphy like you know mm -hmm. how when there's fancy writing there's like the frills of like golden like spurs and stuff like that okay so there's nothing actually written on it correct no it's just like a lot of like very tribal designs and things of that nature i will would you let me make a maybe an insight check to see if it's what is trying to why it's there sure give me an insight Seven. Seven. Um, you have no idea. You, you just know that it looks pretty. Maybe it's a bird feeder. Maybe it's a... <laughs> who knows? Um, Lorcan, with a 15, uh, you can tell that this is definitely magical. Um, and you can tell that it is not a um, harmful item. Like, it's not, like, cursed or anything like that. I made hand it right in my backpack. Okay. So you're just going to put it in your backpack? Yep. Uh, everybody give me one more perception check. I had to bring up my wisdom. Uh, 12. 14. 23. All right, Wolf. As you get ready, um, Lorcan puts the little totem in his backpack with Mage Hand. And as you like get back ready to start driving or whatever, you hear that whistling sound one more time come like very loudly, mm -hmm. in like a similar direction. Is it coming from the from the bag? Nope, just off into the woods. Okay. Did you say it's getting louder? 
It w- it was very loud this time. I don't know what that is, but I don't think we should stick around to find out. What kind of what kind of whistling is it? Like, would we be able to identify it at all? You, with your original perception check, um, you can tell that it is most likely human, or something, or humanoid rather. Um, or an instrument that is made to sound very humanoid, but traveled long distances, you know? But you don't know exactly what it is. But it sounds more in nature of, like, a person whistling versus, like, a train whistle. Okay. If that helps at all. You you guys think we should stick around, or what what do you think? I heard that whistle last time, and it was very loud, so I think we should get going. You're the driver. I, I'm not. I'm not down to figure out what what's going on here. It doesn't. It seems a little dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have a little baby baby bear to think about now. Absolutely. We're all mothers now. I'd like to use the term father, but or or maybe grandpa. How about papa? Why don't we let her decide what she wants to call you? <laughs> what's her name again? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. You guys uh, start traveling wolf. Give me another survival check. 16. 16. Beautiful. So you guys pick up the pace a little bit. Wolf seems to have a little bit of renewed confidence as this horse starts to trot down the trail. Um, And we are at wolf now. Give me a d12 for your encounter check. If you would believe it, it's another three. (laughs) I mean... Again, it's not dependent on the height of your die or anything like that. Yeah, no, it's just like my fifth three. That's fair. I can't blame you for being upset. So, um, it's kind of funny considering what you just got, but you guys continue traveling and it's becoming a little bit more open. Like the trees are a little bit, you know, fewer and farther between. You're still on a woods path, but... It's just, you can see some more rolling hills and stuff like that off into the distance. And as you travel for a little while, you come up on a spot that's got like, like human made poles that are set up and there's about like four or five of them. Um, And you guys know this is almost like a travel directory. And it's a place where um, it has like markers and things like that. And it tells you like how close you are to cities and stuff like that did you guys want to like stop and check this thing out yeah let's let's see uh, get a lay of the land as to what direction where everything is um the good news is is you find out that you are on the right track still Mm -hmm. um you find out that you're still closer to wakefield than you are evermore um but you guys can presume that if you know nothing super weird happens it's gonna be a day or two tops before you get to Evermore finally. Um, and on one of the other poles, cause all of the poles kind of work as like separate things. So you have like two of them that are little directories and stuff like that. And the other two are used as like bulletin boards. So they have like flyers and posters and stuff like that, that are all like pinned up on the little boards and things like that. Is there anything good on the bulletin boards? Like, to check her out yeah so you go over and right now there's actually only three things that are posted up the first one that catches your eye because it is it's posted over the other two is a large flyer that reads missing king harlan damastica king of evermore last seen in his home days ago please contact evermore authorities with any details the second one is a wanted poster and you see on this wanted poster is a large orc and he's got like like red almost slicked back mohawk and like a red war beard just jewelry and stuff all over his face and it reads wanted stravin drillclaw so that's s-t-r-a-v-i-n and then Drill Claw, Warlord of Hogsfeet. 
seen recently outside of the Hogs Feet Gate near Whitehaven, sporadic sightings near Wakefield. Please contact local authorities if seen. And then underneath of that is a thing that says, Bounty, wanted alive, 100 gold piece reward. And then in smaller text, 25 gold if brought in dead. Last but not least, the final one that had been covered up by the disappearance of King Amastica is a third missing flyer that says, Missing, Little Tommy Greenthumb, last seen four days ago playing by the stream near his home in Wakefield. Please contact Wakefield guards with any information. I bet he might have a lead on my sleeping bag. <laughs> Guys, we need, to, we need to go quick. We need to find Little Tommy. Yeah, I'm sure little Tommy knows where your sleeping bag is. He's missing, but he found your sleeping bag. At least he's warm. <laughs> you know, there's no good news on this board, guys. Certainly seems like it. Is there any, like, people giving out guitar lessons with those little, like, pieces of paper that you tear off or anything? Uh, give me a perception check. There isn't. <laughs> What'd you roll? A three. Nice. So, yeah, no, you don't see anything, actually. There's nothing at all. Actually, you see um, on the ground, you see a uh, flyer that says Cobalt Fight Club. And then underneath it, it says, join our extreme Cobalt only metal band. And then it's got that thing where you can, like, pull a thing to, like, contact them. But it's completely out. Everybody already ripped the contact information. Guys, this would have been a great show to go see. Uh, I mean, look how many tags have been grabbed. Clearly, they're very popular. Guys, I think we should start moving along. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are going to move along? Yeah, I guess so. All right. You saw these notes, and um, you're going to be on your way, Joe. Mr. Wolf, give us another survival check. You guys just chugging along, not getting any of the bad things yet. I got a 13. 13, perfect. So the beautiful landscape that you were traversing through before gets a little bit darker as the clouds start to roll overhead and um, you start seeing a couple raindrops falling. So we are back around to Jim. Give me a D12. That is a six. All right. So you guys are traveling for a little bit and making your way down this path. It's just starting to rain just a just a hair. Um, I know this is going to throw you off a little bit, but everybody give me a little bit of a perception check. What? No way. Weird. We love perception checks on this podcast. 17. There's going to be a four. 18. 18. All right. So... Wolf and Lorcan, you both just happen to like look up and you know this trail that you've been traveling through um, it it fades in between being like a dirt trail and then being like rock laden and stuff like that and you're getting to a part that's way more like woodsy and things of that nature and you notice about like 10 to 15 feet in front of your track um you just notice that there's a little bit of water that's starting to pile up in your the general direction that your horse is going. You see a little bit of a puddle there. How wide is that puddle? It covers like the whole little trail you're following because you're follow you're on like a trail more so than a road right now. Right. So there's no trying to go around it. Um you could you'd have to like figure out a way to get your horse to like weave in between some trees. I cast Levitate. Yeah, I'm sure you have that at second level. It's a second level. Sp it's second level. Um, it's a second level spell. Yeah. Yeah, you you don't have second level spells. I mean, uh, first level spells. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. You ruined it. Yeah, it's uh, it's also a cantrip. Oh, weird. <laughs> I'll stop the carriage. Okay. Or we can do that. That's fine. We should see how deep that puddle is. Well, I could walk in it, and if I if I get submerged, it's at least three foot seven. <laughs> sounds like you're the right man for the job. You going up, Lorcan? 
Uh, yep, I uh, <laughs> I strip down at my skivvies and I and I start walking through this puddle. I cover the okay. Eyes. You're gonna walk through the puddle. Yeah. Okay. Give oh, me no. a dexterity save with disadvantage. <laughs> did I mention I was in my skivvies? <laughs> you sure did. Wait, that means you have no armor on. Wait, do you even have armor? <laughs> Uh, Your AC is 13, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, how's a four? A four's pretty good, dude. Is this water cold? <laughs> um, I will tell you in just a moment. Let me pull up something here. I didn't I don't think like after the way you, this is going. <laughs> I just didn't think after you passed your perception check, I was going to need it. <laughs> we are not a smart group of people. <laughs> He said a puddle. <laughs> yeah, but do you go jumping in every puddle that you find? When we're trying to figure out how deep it is. <laughs> you could have just tossed a rock in it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, a rock's going to submerge in a, a shallow puddle. I mean, you could have taken a stick and, like, dipped it in there and see how far the stick went in the puddle. It's not fun, but... I could have sent the owl there. Ooh, bad. No. <laughs> no. No. Instead, I took off all my armor and got in a puddle. <laughs> all right. So as uh, Lorcan goes to step into this puddle, um, Lorcan, you see that like your foot goes into the puddle and yep. it only goes up to like your, you know, maybe your ankle, maybe not even that. It's not a very deep puddle. Oh, excellent. Um, but unfortunately, as you go to traverse through this puddle, um, that uh, ankle deep water turns into like shin deep and it turns into almost knee deep before you realize that you are in quicksand and have sunk three feet already. <laughs> three feet? He's only three foot I'm only seven. three foot seven. You're only three foot seven? Yes. <laughs> okay, never mind. Then you are you're up to like your like what shoulders? Yeah, I'm gonna say like right underneath your like chin, pretty much. This puddle's pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> I jump off immediately and try and grab like. Try I'm and kind save of him. stuck. Oh. Let's um, let's roll a quick initiative here. It's gonna be oh, an interesting no. one. Oh no! <laughs> Did Lorcan just die? <laughs> Uh, 18. 15. Oh, uh, uh, 24. I got nat 20. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you are up first, Wolf. Okay, <laughs> so how far did he... Okay, Lorcan, did you, like, step into the puddle, or did you, like, jump into the puddle? I walked through the puddle with nothing but my skivvies. <laughs> <laughs> so roughly how far into this puddle are you? He is, like, chin deep. But I think he means, like, distance-wise. Like, can he reach to him? So, like, could I just stick my hand out and reach him while being on solid Mm -hmm. land? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Are you gonna grab me? Because my arms are submerged. (laughs) (laughs) He just grabs him by the top, like, the neck. Just pulling him. All right. (laughs) Choke me, baby. Choke me. (laughs) That's what he's gonna be saying to Torbera in a few days. Hold on a second. I need to see if I have rope. I Can I hang me that. too? <laughs> I didn't have any rope. <laughs> Dark. Oh, you know what? I do have rope. You should have rope, Jeff. Yeah, everybody has rope. What do you? I don't have any rope right now. Okay, I can't use the rope though because his shoulder, like all it's all that's left is his head. I will say you can like drop the rope in there because I said the puddle itself was you know like ankle deep. So yeah, I will say like. Basically, I will let you roll your strength check with advantage if you want to, like, say you drop a rope, but then try to grab him by, like, the shoulders to yank him out, you know? Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a strength check with advantage. Oh, thank God you said advantage. Ooh, okay. So that is a 21. 21. Ooh. You successfully yank Lorcan out of the quicksand. <laughs> How dirty am I? skivvies on he still has his skivvies on, and he is oh, covered yeah. in mud from his like boobs down to his toes. <laughs> oh, my toes might get infected. 
<laughs> yeah, roll for toe infection. <laughs> uh, 16. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> is there actual water puddle around, or is that it? That's yeah, it. Just jump back in. Clean yourself off. Oh, man, I am filthy. Anyone got a towel? Uh, no, fresh out. As I put my towel back in my... You know what? Screw it. I put my robe right back over all the mud. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I give him the uh, the suit that I was... Uh, I, I give him for uh, the owlbear, because he's not so left in my robe, so... How big's the suit? I mean, it's a bugbear suit, so... It's a bugbear suit? I put it on. You do see that the um, owl bear is a little bit sad when you give away the suit. Oh, uh, so- sorry, sir. I-, I actually reached for the wrong thing. Uh, I need that back. And I grab a leaf and hand it to him. <laughs> oh, um, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. If you could just I, try- I-, I start trying to wipe off with the leaf. And then I put my robes on. <laughs> All right, well, you guys solved my quicksand trap. <laughs> All right, uh, Wolf, give me a survival check. Eight. Again. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys go a little bit slower. Maybe Wolf's a little bit um, gun-shy from the quicksand. Sir, do, do you need me to drive? Uh, are you getting tired? Would you like to drive? Not to interrupt uh, roleplay moments, but this is your third survival check, so that means it is nighttime again now. Oh, God. Uh, we should probably find a place to... Take a bath. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could probably just keep going through the night. I feel fine. Let's do it. We haven't had a survival check at night yet. Uh, Joe, what, are, what, what race are you? I'm a variant human. Okay. Um, uh... I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at seeing at nighttime. I can. Uh, I can take over the reins for you if you'd like, sir. If you would like to do that, I'll catch some rest in the back of the carriage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have dark vision, so I don't. I don't mind uh, getting rid of the old college track. Sure, um, Mr. Silas Leodore. Um, give me a survival check with disadvantage, as you gain one level of exhaustion. All. Oh. Well, question. Question. Answer. Can I cancel out the disadvantage because we're near the woods of Ev- or like we're getting closer to Evermore? I feel like I would know these places a little bit better. I mean, you know them better, but you haven't rested for the day. So if you're going to travel, if you're going to do another length of travel, that gives you your exhaustion. Still at 14. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, you actually do. Uh, you surprisingly make better time than Wolf when he's <laughs> at his at his best. <laughs> are you, are you guys sleeping or, or what's what's happening? Are you guys staying up or? Yeah, Wolf was sleeping in the back. Yeah, they okay. other than like hearing their exhaustion, they didn't get like hurt or anything. So well, exhaustion sucks so, already. All right, so Jim just went. So Lorkin, give me. An encounter check. And roll a d6, because it's at nighttime, so there's a couple less options. Don't roll a one. Six. Six. All right. So as you keep traveling, the sprinkles, this could also add to your exhaustion, um, Leo, but the sprinkles of rain and stuff like that start to turn into, like, a um, actual rain, which then turns into, like, a heavy downpour as you keep on your way, but you're still making immaculate time as you travel through the woods and stuff like that. Like you said, you're from the area, so you're starting to recognize some of the different spots and whatnot. And give me a perception check with advantage because you know the area a little bit. Hi. Another perception period. Oh, good. Good thing it's with advantage. That's a nat one. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So as you are um, going along or whatever, and you're driving this time, you see something that's become very, very quickly a recurring theme for you guys, other than perception checks. And that is that ahead, you see two things, actually. 
you see another cave and it's off to the side a little bit and you see some smoke rolling out of the cave what the, what the fuck guys hold your belongings just as you start to see this um like lightning strikes in the sky above you and the rain like pounds down even hotter do, do you think i should keep going or do you think we should try to stay at this this cave did this wake me up you think or am i still sleeping <laughs> um, I would assume that it woke you up. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Wolf, uh, sir, we need your guys' opinion on something. Uh, what's up? Uh, it's getting pretty dark out here to see. Uh, do you think we should keep trudging, or there's a cave up ahead, but there's also smoke coming out of it? And the last time we saw smoke, well, things weren't going so well. They might have a stand-up shower in there. That, that is true. It might be steam. You're right. Yeah, I, I really could use a bath. The last time you saw smoke was technically good, because then you found the owl bear and all that gold. I'm, I'm getting pretty tired, so I think we should either pull off or somebody else should drive. And you probably haven't even gotten a full night's rest yet, sir, so... I'm guessing I probably haven't as many hours yet. No, not quite eight hours. Maybe maybe, it, maybe they're friendly bugbears. <laughs> Does this cave look similar to the bugbear cave we just encountered? Uh, it's just like a cave. Like, <laughs> just a cave. Just a but cave. is it a bugbear cave? How many more questions can we ask you about a cave? <laughs> Your typical run-of-the-mill uh, fantasy-ass cave. Are there stalactites or stalagmites? Uh, you can't see yet. Alright, I pull over to the cave. I got one more question. Shocker. Can I... Make a perception check just to see if I can see anything more. Because I'm assuming he shows it to me and I look. Yeah, go for it. I, I ain't seeing anything more than he already showed me. <laughs> Excellent. Where's the cave you're talking about? I don't see it's, it. It's raining pretty hard, sir. You can only really see it when the lightning strikes. That makes me feel a little better. <laughs> Let's pull over. Yeah, I, I pull up to the cave. Okay. You pull up to the cave, and are you guys going in the cave, or are you just... Because it is a little bit, like, off the road, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Not very far or whatever. Like, you can pull off fine, but... Um, yeah, let's let's try to maybe, like, sneak in and get a peek again. All right. So, who... Um, are you, like, sneaking in? Like, are you going to try to stealth in? I would say so. Um, Zach, do you, like, have better sneak that stealth? It's plus plus zero. Oh, okay. So I'm the I'm the sneaky of the group. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, me and the me and uh, the old me and the missus will go check her out. You're married to this bear? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's nine thirty. I'm tired. Yeah, this is hot. Are you talking about Wolf or the Owl Bear? I was talking about the Owl Bear, but Okay. I just wanted to see if I needed to make uh You went from mother roll. to lover very quick. <laughs> so yeah, roll a stealth check. With advantage because of the rain, right? Roll a stealth check. Damn it. Can't blame a guy for trying. Uh thirteen. Thirteen? Perfect. You stealth your way up there and you peek in and give me the old perception check. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen? Perfect. So you peek in, and first and foremost, you see that it's um, stalactites and not stalagmites mm -hmm. um, th that are coming down. The ceiling. Mm -hmm. They're very jagged and um, very ominous looking. And I point out that fact to everybody. Well, you, you can tell they're stalactites because they hang tight to the ceiling. And not might fall on you. Do you see a welcome sign? <laughs> no, sir. Um, and with your 16, unfortunately, you don't see much of anything else other than the fact that the smoke seems to be coming from, like, deeper into the cave and, like, off to the right a little bit. Without a welcome sign, I'm not so sure how far we should go in here. We could always kind of set up a shift right here at the beginning of the cave so we're out of the rain and... Or we could go in deeper and see if there's a safer spot. 
Can I make a nature check and see if I can see any sort of like markings as to what might be in there? Like on the walls or whatever? Yeah, give me a nature check. Not that I have any nature check to, to do anything with, but... Ooh, I rolled an 18. 18? Yeah. With an 18, you know what soil it is. <laughs> <laughs> you do know the specific soil. Um, what kind of soil is it? Uh, it's actually soil that you wouldn't have been able to write in with, so you're <laughs> happy that it wasn't the one from your death scene. Mm. Um, but you see a number of things. You see... Um, you see a lot of markings on the ground, um, mm-hmm. which would tell you that this cave isn't the home to anything, but the home to a lot of things. So you can see that, like, um, and I don't mean that, like, the cave is full of things all right now, but, like, mm-hmm. you so see... like an apartment complex. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you see um, all kinds of tracks from, like you know, deer to foxes to some, like, bigger, like, boot prints and stuff like that that look like maybe other people have used this as, like, a shelter and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And the most recent, with an 18, the most recent footprints that you can see um, look to be very larger, not, like, massive, but, like, larger humanoid style and almost look like boot prints, and they're laid, like, heavily into the into the soil and you see them go into the cave and then you see them come out of the cave I will relay all the information you just told me to those two as well perfect (laughs) seems like the soil is soft do you want to tell them that what's up do you want to tell them or are we just uh, getting lazy in our late stages of the night Oh, I can tell. You relay everything. <laughs> it looks like a lot of things have come and gone in this cave. The most recent footprints appear to be larger humanoid, and they track both in and out. We should be careful, sir. Uh, wasn't there um, bandits around these parts? Uh, what was his name? Uh, Stravin? What, what if he resides in this cave? We will have to be careful. I can try to sneak a little bit further. You're looking a little tired. Are you sure you want to do this right now? Oh, yeah. Your stealth check should have been with disadvantage. Damn it. Ah, damn. <laughs> um, what's our other choices? We, we keep trekking in or and try to make it through the night and we're exhausted anyway or we chance that this is a safe cave or we have to fight somebody. I feel like either option could be bad. Yeah. I'm going to stealth in further. Okay. Give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Mm, I hate disadvantage. I rolled a nat 20, but um, we're going to go with the 3 plus 3 equals 6. Nice. So you basically just kind of walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like talking to my owlbear like, hmm, Chloe? No. Uh, Janet? No. Yeah, other than that, you're actually being super quiet, but in your exhausted state, you don't remember that talking is... Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. You can talk to people in their minds, but, like, Mm -hmm. you just don't, you know. Right. Silly Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whoopsie-daisy. Silly ghost. There's good news and bad news. The good news is that it didn't really matter um, that you (laughs) failed. So you come around this corner... And there is nothing waiting there to attack you. There's nothing waiting there um, to capitalize on that poor stealth check. Mm -hmm. The bad news is that as you round the corner, you see um, two things. You see the cause of the smoke that you saw, which is a, um, well, multiple fires. I was going to say something that you also become very akin to which is fire but you see multiple fires as you see um six torches circling around five pikes that have been driven into the ground and on each one of these pikes is the head of a goblin that has been decapitated and underneath it what languages do you speak leo I speak common, draconic, dwarvish, elvish, gnomish, and infernal. 
Perfect. Underneath it is a sign that is hanging um, and you can't read part of it. Like mm -hmm. the main part of it doesn't make any sense to you. It's a language that you haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. um, but the part underneath the sign that you do understand is very poorly written common. Mm -hmm. And it reads, Traitors of Straven. Um, I, I send a, a message to, to each uh, Lorcan and um, Wolf. Guys, you, you should come in here and check this out quickly. What? You see a welcome sign? Uh, yes, it's 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 very welcoming. Excellent. And I start heading in. I'll head in. The two of you round the corner and you see this exact same scene. Um, what languages do you two speak? Common and Gnomish. <laughs> Sweet. Common and Celestial. Alright. Uh, you only understand the common. What's the common say again? Uh, traitors of Straven. Excellent. This is no welcome sign, if you ask me. Um, could I... Could I inspect the blueprints and mm -hmm. see? Does it look like it, they've gone in and out multiple times, or does it look like they've? You mentioned that they went in and out. Does it look like it was just once or multiple times? It was just the one set that you found. The, the good news for us is, I'm, I'm assuming these these blueprints might be Stravens. Looks like they might have came in and gone out. That doesn't mean he won't come back, but. It doesn't look like they use this place for, you know, a restful place often. I, th I think we might be able to stay here. Although these torches are also lit, so I'm wondering if they've been here recently now that I'm talking out loud. You all can give me an insight check if you want a little more information about the... I'd love a little more insight. Yeah. I'll be nice. You guys have been put through the ringer, so I'll give you a little hint. How's a nat one? What do you got? I got one? a 15. I got a 15. Nice. So Lorcan's just very upset that he didn't get his welcome sign. Um, and has completely... So unwelcoming. He's completely stopped thinking about the situation. Um, <laughs> this is a mystery. Ooh, at least he got cleaned off in the rain, though. That's true. A little bit, because it's a covered wagon, so only enough from walking from there to the cave. Um, and plus it's dried on now because he's been traveling for a while, so. I start, um, like, just itching and scratching because, you know, dried mud is, you know, oof. Sir, you're going to get a rash. You really should clean that off. You wouldn't give me the, uh, extra clothing. <laughs> what extra clothing? Uh, I, I go check out the torches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with your insight check, you guys can infer that these torches have burned down a little bit. Um, so it's not like you just missed somebody. Um, you can also infer that these footprints and like everything that you saw didn't look necessarily wet. So it's not that um, somebody's been coming in and out in the rain or anything like that. So everything that you have to go on isn't that somebody had just left this place. Like um, Leo said, that doesn't mean somebody's not coming back. But you can also kind of piece together the fact that you found like a warning slash um, statement that was left clearly by somebody about Stravin. So it doesn't completely make sense to you that somebody would come back to that. as a, It's more of a statement than a um, trap or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. But obviously anything can happen. So that doesn't mean that that's exactly what it is. That's just what makes the most sense to you guys in the moment. I think maybe this is as good a place as ever to sleep for the night. I, it doesn't look like maybe they are coming back. This place makes me sick. I'm going to go sleep in the carriage. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't say I blame him. There's just a bunch of goblin heads, so... Alright. You guys taking a long rest? Yes. Okay. Is anybody staying watch, or are you guys just going to sleepy? Okay, let's all go to sleep. We're all gonna we're gonna chance it. I'll go to sleep. Okay, um, Zach, I believe you were the only one that didn't get to do it before. Give me a d six roll. Don't roll a one. 
with disadvantage because we're all asleep? Nope. How's a two? Ooh. A two is fine. So you all sleep through the night and um, nothing nothing weird happens. There's not even any dreams tonight, Leo. You don't know mm-hmm. if maybe you're just extra exhausted, but it doesn't happen every night. So you wake mm-hmm. up probably thankful. I would imagine that you yeah. were able to get a nice good night's sleep. Yeah, best night of sleep I've had in a few days. Absolutely. The um, torches have burnt out or whatever. Nothing seems to have encroached on your little cave and the rain has stopped and the sun is shining in the sky. I'd like to try to um, make a mental image of where we are in case, you know, anybody questions us about Stravin. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe being able to find my way back, especially knowing like where this... I mean, these woods a little bit better, hopefully trying to find my way back. Yeah, for sure. So before we go, is there a strategic purpose to keep those goblin heads on that pike, on those pikes? Um, if if we were going to sleep in there last night, I was going to I was going to clean up a little bit, but we all kind of just ran towards the caravan scared. So um, I, I'm totally happy helping you clean up. It, it's 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 an um, ungodly sight so yeah so if you'd like to help you can i'm just gonna go i think i have uh flint and steel i believe what if we just burn the cave down <laughs> oh, yeah, we won't do that. burn the rocks <laughs> molten lava <laughs> yeah you usually co- come with a tinder box all right so i'm gonna take hell yeah what's wolf's tinder <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take a tinder box and light one of the torches a tinderbox is just what kids call their phones these days. <laughs> <laughs> Got them. Damn kids with their damn tinderboxes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light one of those torches. Uh, I'm going to light all of the pikes on fire. And then I'm going to use thaumaturgy to like change the color to white and just say a prayer. Beautiful. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a little... I'll, I'll help him out and I'll cast Minor Illusion, which allows me... I'm going to just make the smell kind of smell a little bit better um maybe like flowery awesome um lore can you do anything yeah i'm trying i'm gonna help him uh light the torches by using firebolt <laughs> perfect and on brand <laughs> um firebolt but i'm saying it every time <laughs> yeah awesome joe give me a give me a religion check with advantage and add 2d4s of inspiration Damn. from um old hippie and skippy over there um leo and lorkin you said 2d4 is it like to add to the roll yep so roll with advantage and then roll 2d4 and add that to your total when you do good things good things happen exactly firebolt <laughs> <laughs> just firebolting these people's heads these <laughs> goblins heads 18 total 18 with everything nice. yes i rolled low on the dice that's fine shocker uh, at as this is happening you all are like chipping in and not that you guys have been overly malicious with anything and like, you know, Leo saved the owl bear and you guys have genuinely been trying to be good people, but this is the first thing that you've done that's like gone out of your way to just do something nice. And you're all helping Wolf out with this. And as that light turns bright white, um, how long does that usually last for thaumaturgy? One minute. One minute? So you guys stand around and you um, watch this for the minute or whatever and um, as it like glows this beautiful bright white it then turns back to um, red as it would for normal fire um, and as it turns back to red it only does for a split second because then it turns back to white on its own and um, you are all overwhelmed with this feeling of spirituality um, Lorcan, you feel that in this moment, for the first time since becoming a cleric, you feel the presence of Azuth in you. And Wolf, you feel... What's your god again? Gaunt. 
you feel the presence of Gond and Leo. Do you have like a religion? I don't. Uh, Leo does not follow religion uh, closely. So that's actually perfect because Leo, you you have this like darkness that follows you around when you sleep, when you're living your life and stuff like that. You're not a religious person. You mm-hmm. grew up around like a lot of people that were kind of more science over religion. And in this moment, you know how these spells work. You know how Arcana works. And you know what you are watching. You are living this religious experience with your friends. This just feeling of spirituality. And um, all three of you have a dice of inspiration. Ooh. That you can use at any point in time. Let's fucking go. My dice of inspiration, I don't know technically what they're for. Um, I will allow you guys to ask, like, if you're in a dire straits or something like that, you can ask me if you can use your inspiration for something. But the way I like to use um, inspiration is you can use it as a way to roll advantage. You can use it to impose disadvantage on somebody. um, Mm -hmm. Or you can use it as, like, a... um, basically like a free re-roll of something if you want to take a secondary shot at something. So you're saying we can use it on an enemy to like give them disadvantage. Could Correct. I like I'm just trying to clarify just in case because I like to know everything that could happen. Um, could I give my inspiration to like Morgan or Wolf like in a situation or? Um, I would allow you to pitch that as an idea um, if Lorcan is trying to do a you know perception check on his way down um probably not this is basically like you being rewarded doing something good so if one of you are in severe danger or something like that like if somebody fails like a death saving throw or something yeah yeah like it's not just based in religion as far as it's based in like you know spirituality and you three Mm -hmm. who don't know each other spending this moment the first moment really of like not necessity together because you three were forced together by this Mm -hmm. crazy shit that happened and this is the first time that the three of you have experienced something together so like you just get this overwhelming feeling of that like spirituality in you so I would allow you if there are dire straits if it's something that you know like I think fits the criteria of what's happened you know, we can absolutely talk about it in the moment. We can tr- we can make it into a role depending on mm-hmm. like what's going on. But I just want okay. you to know that that's there and that it is open for interpretation. Okay, uh, guys, this this is my first really religious experience. It's it's very moving. Yes, they can be. I I just feel so full of life right now. I'm very at peace, and I hope these souls are too. I feel excellent. I think this might be a good time to tell you, because I, I feel close to you guys. Uh, we are going to Evermore. Um, my name isn't Leo, it's Silas Leodore. Um, I'm a wanted criminal there. We uh, aren't really allowed there, so we may have some trouble getting there. I just wanted you guys to be aware as to what you might be getting yourselves into. What did you do? I killed a man. Well, I sort of killed a man. I don't know how I did it. I just shopping one day. And I pull out my necklace and show it to them. This this was his, um, and I bought it from him. And I, as, as we made the transaction, it, my, it just flashed before my eyes, and the next thing I knew, he was, he was dead. My family quickly left town, and we've been living in the woods for the last four or so years. But I, I can't imagine it being good going back there, so I wanted you guys to know because, well, I respect you, and I, I felt moved by being a good person here. We'll make sure to keep you covered. Thank you. And thank you for your honesty. That can be very hard. <laughs> I pat <I've> my elder. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
the owl bear like nuzzles against you and eats the berry very happily. Um, and give me one final perception check, Leo. Or Silas, I guess I can call you now because these three at least can call you Silas. Ugh. No, I don't like holding on to things. No, I'm not going to do it. I rolled a nat one. A nat one? Mm-hmm. All right. So who is driving the uh, carriage? <laughs> Well, I thought about burning my inspiration already, but... <laughs> I will tell you right now, it's not worth it. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't. I will... Uh, I'm just going to sweep out the words in the dirt very quickly, or whatever it was written on, if I can, and then I'll... Ooh. It's just a little, like, sign. We can we can just say that you guys burnt it with the, okay. with the things. With a firebolt! <laughs> Alright, and you're going to start driving, you said? Yeah, I can start driving again. So... Mr. Wolf hops in the passenger seat and um, we are going to deviate a little bit because we are not going to roll any encounter checks because not long after your um, spiritual journey inside of this cave, you all are traveling and you're feeling better than you have probably since you died, frankly. Silas feels good. He feels like he's got a big weight lifted off of his chest. So. Which is amazing because as you're traveling you start to um, get to like one of the bigger hills that you've seen in your travels and as you get up and up this hill and finally get to the precipice of the hill the three of you look out and your eyes are greeted with sharp arcane flashes Um, they are greeted with large towering buildings in the distance And the thing that you see the most is the circling overhead of numerous airships, which can only mean one thing, and that is that in the very near future, Evermore lies in your path. It's beautiful. It's home. We're home, fellas. And that is where we're going to end chapter three. It's about to get real. <laughs> Excellent. What a really unexpected, uh, like beautiful little scene to end on. Um, yeah. We'll talk about this on Beyond the Roll, but um, I had one more encounter check built in for you guys that was going to, obviously you would roll for it or whatever, but I was going to have you guys roll one more because technically I had it set so that there were... Um, so many passes that you had to make. You had to beat a 10 on your survival check so many times before you'd make it to Evermore. Um, Mm -hmm. And you technically didn't hit it, but I really liked that scene and I thought that it was a good way to kind of wrap up your little little trek journey. I thought it was a fun encapsulation of everything because I didn't really notice it until I even started to like put it together in my head. But the journey really has been a lot about a necessity and I feel like this is the... This is the first time that you guys are feeling together. And I thought it was a perfect mm-hmm. way to like end this, this little travel scene for you guys. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Is moved. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, that being said, <laughs> you can hear the excitement in our voices. <laughs> it was excellent. <laughs> I wish people could see your faces because like there was like a, like genuine reaction to it that mm-hmm. maybe he won't completely come over through voices and stuff like that. But what is more genuine than pitching our show that you're listening to everybody be sure to follow us on social media at behold the role. Um, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. None of us are tech savvy. If you want us anywhere else, let us know. We'll make a TikTok. We'll make a oh. uh, MySpace. We'll, can we cosplay as our characters on TikTok? I'd be into it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe that can be one of our um, stress, <laughs> stress goals, goals of things. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds more like our OnlyFans. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. We can make an OnlyFans. We'll make we can... an OnlyFans. If you guys want it, just let us know. What's it called? Like uh, InstaFeed or something like that? We'll make one of those for Joe. We'll get Joe's feet pics on there, start selling those. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Maybe some Lorcan feet, too. He has a couple holes in there. (laughs) Anyway, whatever you guys want, you hit us up, you let us know. Hop into the Reddit. That's our Behold the Roll podcast. Hop in there. Talk to us. Talk to each other. Talk about Dungeons & Dragons, because there is nothing better than talking about Dungeons & Dragons with people that love it so much. Don't talk about Dungeons & Dragons. Talk about anything. That's true. Talk about Danny DeVito. Talk about Danny Danny and how they should sponsor us. I mean, we do. Yeah. <laughs> that's true um, <laughs> great segue tune into the beyond the role as we talk about everything that happened in chapter three part one and part two and we'll talk about denny's and danny devito that is a promise to you um give us those five star reviews give us those five stars jimmy loves the five stars he's the I one that always remembers it joe and zach don't care but it'll make me and jimmy really happy if you give us those five star reviews and we're gonna start answering fan questions here soon we'll pick one from the uh Five-star reviews. That's so. true. On um, Beyond the Roll, we announced it a little while ago, but um, we are batch recording quite a bit of this just to kind of get a leg up on everything. But we do want to start on the Beyond the Roll. We're going to answer one question per Beyond the Roll, and we are going to choose those from people that give us the five-star reviews. Maybe down the road we'll change that to you know, um, reflect different contests and stuff like that. Who but knows? as of right now, that's something that you can look forward to can be D&D related, non-D&D related. Ask us anything. That's true. That's how the whole Denny's thing came up. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, those five stars, they're going to help us. They're going to help us be able to do this more often, more frequently. It's going to let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, throw one of those five stars on everything. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. You know, walk into Best Buy. See if they will let you like fill out a survey that gives us five stars somehow. Do whatever you can to show your support for this podcast. Share us with all your friends. Share us with all your enemies. Share us with everybody. And uh, other than that, we're going to be back next week with the Beyond the Roll. And then in two weeks, we're going to hop into Chapter 4 as our little gang of misfits here finally get to Evermore. And maybe we'll finally get some more answers into exactly what's going on what's going on with their bodies and what's going on with old Bagman that's just been chilling Bag in the carriage man. for a couple episodes, Mr. King Harlan yes. Mastica. But that's it for us today. We will see you next time on Behold the Roll. Say goodbye, everybody. Namaste. Bye. All right, we're four episodes in, three technically. We can't be running out of material already, guys. I said namaste. I know, but Joe just sat there like a friggin' Hola! <laughs> He's still sitting Hasta there. Hasta la Bye, vista! Everybody. Joe, are you still here? Did we lose his audio? Did he get kicked out? No? Oh, he is muted. (laughs) Good job, Wolf. Good job. Goodbye from Wolf. Goodbye from Lork. And goodbye from Silas. And of course, goodbye from me, your humble dungeon master. And we will see you all next time. See you later. Goodbye. What the hell was that?